0: and with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. Where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sons of Liberty dot com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that I'll warn you about. I hold to the book, The Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us here on Monday morning. Hope you had a great weekend and uh, time to be with God's people and to hear the word of God. Um, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Scroll down on the right side of the page and you can see that we are streaming live there. That's right, you can see the faces made for radio. Uh, click on that and enlarge it. You can blow it up on your telephone, your computer, or your television, whichever one you want to see. And then also click the icon for the platform that we're on. Join us in the chat. we got lots of friends in there. Lots of friends in there. Good to see all of you guys this morning. Uh, be sure to do that. Also, Bradley's show from Saturday is on right above mine. You can uh, play that, two hours worth. And uh, later on this afternoon, he will not be with you. You'll have a special... Uh, guest host. That would be Mawa. Uh, I'll be on this afternoon again uh, to cover for Bradley as he takes care of some things he's got to take care of there up in the state of Minnesota. And uh, so don't miss that. Right above that is where you can subscribe to the email newsletter. Um, Just put your email in. We don't spam it. We don't sell it. We don't rent it. Okay, You just get one email from us a day. That's it. And uh, that includes the Morning Show Archive. So everything that you want to see that I'm going to show you today and then some because I got a lot of stuff. We're probably not going to get to it all, I don't think. But going to do our best, okay? So that will be in the Morning Show Archive. It will be available later at sonsoflibertymedia.com. But if you get the email, you'll get that in your inbox later on this evening. Finally, if you agree with our message, you would like to help support that message going out across the airwaves, Uh, the Internet, and uh, in your city, wherever you can uh, bring Bradley and his family in to talk about our Christian constitutional heritage, then there is a Donate button right at the top of of com. Click on that, and you make a one-time donation. Or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. That link is also at the top of the page. And then finally, our store. And this week, we are highlighting Bradley's uh, testimony, which is in a comic book form. Now, this is a 130-page comic book. This illustrated by former DC Comics artist Danny Boulinati. And, uh, I mean, you're talking about something that's very, very well done. This is it. Uh, you got some kids, young people in your life who are interested in comics. I don't know anybody who's still interested in comics, to tell you the truth. They're still a big thing, but I don't know anybody, personally. So, if you've got some kids who love comics, get them this. This is Bradley's testimony. Um, and uh, you won't you won't be disappointed. Also, you can get 10% off. It's 12, normally $12. You get 10% off when you use the promo code BRADLEY, B-R-A-D-L-E-E, through Saturday at midnight, okay? So if you want to pick this up for yourself, maybe you want to pick it up for some young people in your life or some older people, whatever the case may be, who like comic books, <laughs> they like superheroes or whatever. Uh, if they do that, then get this for them. Pass it along. I know Bradley has given one to each one of my kids, Um, he's given me one and, uh, I know he does this for a lot of people that he comes in contact with. He shares his testimony by way of his comic book. So, uh, be sure if you're interested in picking that up to do that before Saturday at midnight, use the promo code Bradley and you'll save 10%. All right. Okay. I've got so much stuff here. I really do. And I'm going to try to be somewhat organized in it. Okay. Okay. It's uh, usually I have my things right in line, and some of them I do, some of the, some of them I don't. You guys have heard the um, the story. I mean, today is D Day, as it were. Today is when the FDA will legalize genocide. Let me say that again. Today is the day the unconstitutional FDA. We have no authority. The Congress had no authority to put them in place, nor the executive branch. Health and science are not a part of law. They're not. They're not what government is supposed to be doing. The one thing that government is supposed to be doing is enforcing law. And that is the one thing they refuse to do. Think about even in the situation... That you're seeing is a distraction, and it's a major distraction, and it's not just a distraction. It has a purpose other than distracting you, and that's this issue of Afghanistan. Where's articles of impeachment against this president? I'm sorry, against this usurper, this illegitimate man in the People's White House. Where are the the articles of impeachment? Democrats had no problem doing it for things that they couldn't even prove. And you know that I've said that. I took Donald Trump's side on those impeachment things. I I did. Because I didn't see anything that was impeachable in what they put forth. I saw impeachable things for Donald Trump. I still see them. Which is why, if he's put back in the White House, the people who are complaining about Joe Biden and him not being impeached should be calling for Donald Trump's impeachment. Oh, I don't know. Lobbying missiles in without congressional authorization into Syria. Twice. Unconstitutional spending, but they won't do it. Why? Because they're behind it. The guys in Congress taking our money and giving it to Big Pharma to push these injections. It, all of this is that. Oh, and by the way, now I'm, I'm going to be asking, um, you know, our friend Clay Clark on Friday. I think it's Friday. He's coming on on the thirtieth. Okay, it's not Friday. It's next week. Something like that. Monday, maybe. I'm going to ask him because one of the questions that we ended with him and his pastor was about Donald Trump and the shots. He's the one who put this forth. And they said, oh, you know, he's kind of backed off. No, he hasn't. And I demonstrated that he had not. In fact, here's here's Donald Trump in Alabama pushing his shot. All right? I want you to listen to this. The crowd says, "Uh uh-uh. Three days less than nine months... And it's great. And you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms. I do. You gotta do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it, it's good. Take the vaccines. But you got no, that's okay. That's all right. You got your freedoms. But I happen to take the vaccine. If it doesn't work, you'll be the first to know, okay? Listen to it, I'll call Alabama, I'll say, Hey, you know what? But it is working.
1: But uh, oh, it's working you do have your freedoms you have to keep you have to maintain that you have to maintain
0: that and you got to get your kids back to school all right, so it is working it is killing people it is injuring people and I don't know about you i'm I'm just sick of sick of hearing his voice. I'm sick of him putting on his little show like he. Had nothing to do. And I'm gonna tell you, you people who are in on the, uh, the the class action suit? What makes you think he's gonna get anything done? That is a ruse too. How do I know that? Well, when he was president, I got a question for you. How many of these big tech companies did he deal with? How many of them did he enforce the law, which is his job? It's his job to enforce the law, to make sure it's enforced. How many of them did he enforce it against? Zero. Nada. How many corrupt politicians did he enforce the law against? Zero. Zip. Nada. And still he's got all these people showing up at his rallies. Why are they showing up? Because he tickles their ears telling them what they want to hear. You know, the Apostle Paul warned about people like that. He warned that there would be people who gather for themselves, teachers who want to have their ears tickled. Donald Trump's your guy. He's an ear tickler connoisseur. In fact, it is Donald Trump's actions as president as to why we are where we are today. His actions and his inactions. Specifically, we're going to talk about D-Day today. You know, D-Day in history was when, you know, our guys stormed the beach of Normandy. And they dealt with the enemies of freedom across Europe, the, the Nazis. Guess what, guys? You've got the Nazis here in the States. You've got them here in the States. And they're on both political aisles, if you will. They're bureaucrats, unelected bureaucrats in unconstitutional agencies like the FBI or the CIA or the FDA. And now what are we hearing? Yesterday we posted this article. Murderous FDA finalizing paperwork for Pfizer's mRNA vaccine full approval as soon as... Today, Monday, the Food and Drug Administration is working with Pfizer to finalize the paperwork needed to give their mRNA experimental gene therapy shot falsely labeled a vaccine full approval. And it is falsely labeled a vaccine. Right now, people are being injected with a substance under emergency use authorization, which should have never been given in the first place. Frankly, let me, let me just go off on this for a second. Since the federal government has no business in science or health, the fact of the matter is the old phrase, buyer beware, should come into play here. Enough people are familiar with, or they're just ignorant of, what these what these shots are doing I'm going to show you some of that as as this progresses okay The United States regulator at the commands of the masters is expected to give full approval of Pfizer's jab in the coming days The New York Times and Politico reported on Friday citing several people familiar with the agency's planning though the FDA still has a substantial amount of paperwork and negotiation with the company to get through, it could give full approval as soon as Monday, the times added. Now, let me me explain something to you. If there was no FDA, Pfizer could make this stuff all they wanted to, and all the stupid people would just take it. Okay? Yeah, I said stupid people. Dull of hearing, dull of understanding of what it does. That's what it means. They would take it. The rest of the people who who didn't care a whit about anything would... Ignore the whole thing. Let me tell you something, Diane. He is not trying to help anybody. And I'm going to throw this at you, too. USMCA, everybody touted it, and Donald Trump touted it. This has been on my mind for a while now because of some things that are going on with Mexico and us. Mexico is suing gun manufacturers in the U.S., Diane. And I'm going to tell you how they're doing it. They're doing it because of USMCA. Donald Trump was the Hegelian dialectic leading the people along. And the people were easily deceived, and they continue to be deceived in their idolatry. They cannot let go of their golden idol and golden calf no matter how much this guy will tell you what he's doing or show you, for that matter. Full approval, this is, again, from Max Slavo over at com. Full approval will embolden tyrants to mandate these shots. That's exactly what it's going to be. I'm going to show you that in just a moment. These shots as conditions of employment or to purchase food or to be in the military. You remember when we had uh, former retired Air Force Captain Joni Marquez on? And at the end of the show, we were talking about uh, extortion seventeen. At the end of that, what did she say? They're going to take my brothers and sisters, and they're going to they're going to uh, dishonorably discharge them for failing to obey a quote unquote lawful order of taking the vac- the, the shot. Oh, I'm going to focus on that, uh, Jason. I'm going to focus on that in just a minute. I'm giving what's going on, and then I'm going to say, "Here's what God said about it." I'm going to focus on it. Trust me. Just hang in there, bro. The ruling class has already said that they can exact tyranny and enslave the public on their own. They will need the help of businesses to ensure people comply comply with their commands. Anyone not expecting this outcome, the full approval of these gene therapies, is delusional. Ruling class medical tyrants, Dr. Anthony Fauci has already told us he's confident the FDA will approve these shots and he's working toward convincing the slaves they need a third one or a booster to protect them from... Ev- well, wait a minute. I thought these things were working. I, I thought they were working. Here, l- let me give you an instance of... Uh, what's this lady's name? Wors- Worskowski? I forget who it is. Over the over the CDC. Now, this is between, this is six months apart. The first statement you're going to hear is from March of this year. The second is from August of this year. Listen to this lying propagandist.
3: Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. um, And and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real world
0: data. Here's August. Um,
3: Our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission.
0: Oh, they can't. What? what do you say when it's so blatantly in your face? And let me tell you something. God said he would send a strong delusion to the people to believe a lie because they won't believe the truth. He said he would put the, the leaders of nations. Now, we don't have leaders in our country. We have representatives. But those who are in authority, those who've been put in authority, he would put them in a stupor. Is that what you look like? Is that what it looks like is going on today? That we have a bunch of drunks running around leading, using their authority to usurp the law? That's exactly what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. According to RT, health officials have voiced hopes that full approval for the COVID jabs could improve vaccination numbers in the U.S., which have been losing pace... Since hitting a peak in April, recent polling by the Kaiser Family Foundation showed that more than 30% of respondents would be, quote, more likely, end quote, to be vaccinated if the FDA authorized the shots. 30% more. Suggesting the move could indeed spur immunization. Now, here's what's going on. See, now it's in the experimental thing. And we've been pushing that. We've been saying it's an experimental injection. It's still an injection. It's not a vaccine. These guys are committing fraud every time they say that. I don't care who it is. They're committing fraud. It is not a vaccine. It does not inoculate you from disease or make you immune to disease. You just heard the CDC, Chick. It doesn't do that. And yet, as early as today, they could give full approval to it. Now, what does that do in the people's minds? It means it really is safe and effective, right? Isn't that what it communicates to people? And people, without doing their due diligence, will go and take this this experimental shot. By the way, this is the same injection that was analyzed by scientists in Spain. In which they say, not me, they say, it contains graphene oxide. This is the same shot... that the manufacturer won't even mandate its own employees to take. It's such a crisis that the manufacturers who are making billions of dollars off of you through the federal government, they're fascists, that's what they are, and, and Donald Trump gave them billions of your dollars, and they won't mandate this shot for what, oh, this deadly disease which has you know nearly a hundred percent recovery rate, by the way, without the shot. And guys, I know you keep pushing hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. I have no problem with you doing that, but remember this: they're drugs, and they do—they are listed. They do have side effects. They may be small or whatever, but they do have side effects. We've talked about that before. And yet we've got Andreas Calker, Doctor Doctor Calker, out of Switzerland. Got the studies, got the t-shirt, got the hat. 100% effective chlorine dioxide against COVID-19, or what they call COVID-19, which he says is not a respiratory disease at all. It's a blood disorder. 100% effective. No side effects. Why? Natural compound. You don't need a prescription for it. Now, I told you guys this. Some of you are already using it. Some of you bought it and don't know how to use it. <laughs> I've tried to give you all the links so that you can, you can find out how to use it to be not only preventative... Uh, to treat that or any of these other things. Anyway, I'm not a doctor. This is information I've given you, and I've given it to you from doctors, from health professionals. This is the same shot that they're looking to approve by today, maybe, in which their Pfizer documents reveal risk to pregnancy. Being concealed but verified by the VARES data. Remember all the uh, abortions, immediate and miscarriages that took place with women who took this shot? This is the shot they're wanting to approve by today. Oh, let's, let's look at another one. Science journals. Pfizer injection could cause deadly med cow disease. This is from the Scientific Journal, Microbiology and Infectious Diseases. Oh, I'm sure they'll scrub this one, too. They may have already scrubbed it. This was back in May. They may have already scrubbed it and said, oh, we didn't mean to put that up. Remember how they did that before? Our own Suzanne Hamner, she's in the chat room, had put up where something had happened. I forget the specific thing, Suzanne. Maybe you can remind me in the chat here. But something had happened. We put it out there. I think we put it out the same day that InfoWars had put it out, because you were on top of it before they were. And you put it out, and then they come back and they said, well, we're going to take this off. Janet, I'm at the point where I'm thinking lawsuits are a waste of time. It's to get your money and to wrap you up in legalese. Our court system is virtually corrupt, due to the nature of how it looks at things. Let me give you an example, and then I'll get back on where I'm at. Do any of you remember the Hobby Lobby um, case at the Supreme Court over Obamacare? Or pick any, any recent case. Do you know how it was decided whether or not it was unconstitutional or not? They didn't go to the Constitution and say, Oh, wait a minute, the First Amendment says this, Our Founding Fathers meant this, this, and this, and they cited the Federalist Papers over that. No, they didn't do that. They went back to 1993, I think it was, and a religious exemption bill that Bill Clinton signed into law. I mean, it's really stupid to have to write a law that does nothing but reiterate what the law that we're supposed to be under says. The First Amendment. They don't care about the Constitution. They give lip service to it. Don't get me wrong. They give lip service to it. But when you go back and read it, the only mention in that Hobby Lobby case of the Constitution is to say First Amendment. That's all they say. They don't cite it. They don't cite what the founders meant by the things they said in that. And so they used a bunch of case law. And let me tell you something. Case law is the devil in the details. It is the Trojan horse. The law says what it says. You don't need case law going beyond what the law says. You just don't need it. And that's used to deceive the people to push on whatever they're going to push on. Now, some of you guys may remember, and again, we're talking about the Pfizer injection. Some of you may remember this young lady and her mom. We played it on the show. Just going to give you a little flavor of what the Pfizer injection. This is just one little girl and what took place of her. And they're giving testimony here. Listen to this. This is Stephanie and Maddie DeGray. So we're here Wait a with minute. Stephanie. Okay, so I, I don't want to play that. I want to play the shorter one. This is the full interview, and you can see this a little bit later. This is runs about three minutes, Okay.
2: I'm Stephanie DeGary and um, this is my daughter, Maddie, who was in the Pfizer vaccine trial for 12 to 15 year olds. Yeah, mm-hmm. we didn't, we weren't worried. She just said she didn't think anything would happen. Started not feeling well in the middle of the night. She came into our room. Her heart felt like it was being pulled out of her body and then up through her neck. She had um, zaps, like going down and pain going down, up and down her spine, um, her Feet in her hands, like at the tips were white and they were ice cold when you touched them. Um, she couldn't even walk. She was walking on her heels and then hunched over. You couldn't touch her anywhere on her body or she would scream. And there was another hospital visit and more ER visits. Emotion. And then Yep. And then another hospital visit. So she was in the hospital three times for a total of about two months. The last time was the longest. When I was minute. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there were nine ER visits, I think. She woke up from the anesthesia and she could not walk at all. Nobody knows. I mean, like she said, they blamed it on anxiety. She's like running out of the room as fast as you can run with a walker. I want doctors to number one, admit right now we don't know what happened, but something happened. And it was triggered by the vaccine because it happened within less than 24 hours, all this stuff. As scared as I am, I'm trying to not be scared because that's what I have to be for her. Because if I show that I'm scared, then she'll be scared. Amen, mom. Know that there is a bigger risk with kids and admit it. Admit all the symptoms that Maddie had in the report because they're not all in there. And admit it so that other people aren't going to suffer the same. That's it. I don't want anything else. Never ask for anything else. Nothing. Nothing. If they're going to keep doing these vaccines, the medical community needs to be trained on this, on what to look for and how to treat it early. Because I also feel like if something would have been done earlier, she wouldn't have gotten as bad as she did. Every day you see new people posting on these groups about something similar that's happening. And I mean, you're... It's always new people. It's not like it's always the same people and new ones every day. And these are just the ones that are finding these groups. I wish I could show my daughter what she was like before all this so that they could see there was nothing wrong with her. She's perfectly happy. crazy, (laughs) you know, 12-year-old girl who cared about school, got A's, was babysat, kind to people, had lots of friends. And now, whatever happened, I mean, it's
0: changed her. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's it's moving. And You know, this is part of the issue. I think a lot of parents who do this with their kids, they're not doing it to try to harm their kids. They think they're doing the right thing. The problem is, the Bible says, there's a way that seems right unto man, the end thereof leads to death. And that's a reality, guys. I think all of us have made decisions in our life for our kids thinking we did the right thing, and then we look back and we go, that was really the wrong choice to do. And maybe in God's grace, he kept it from being as bad as it would have been. I'm just giving you an example here. Here's a mom. Her daughter's been harmed by this Pfizer shot that they're willing to make legal. They're willing to approve it for widespread use, which is going to set in the minds of those people who are sort of on the fence to say, well, wait a minute. Now it's not experimental. Now it's fully approved. Not knowing the history of vaccines in general. And many of them will go and take it. Many of them will go and take it. Let me give you a couple other things here. And I'm going to have to sort some stuff around here because, like I said, I didn't have everything <clears throat> in, the, in the way I want to present it. Let's go to Scripture. I told you to hang on. We'd be there. Here's what the Scripture says. This is Deuteronomy 28. You know we quote that a lot here on the Sons of Liberty. Why? Because this is the covenant God made with His people. Okay? This is the covenant God made with His people, and at the first of it, you can read. God says, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you so much if you obey me, if you keep my commands that my blessings will overtake you. But if you don't obey me, if you don't keep my commands, and then he launches into three times more curses than the word blessings. And among that, listen to what he says. Verse 32, Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people, and then I shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long, and there shall be no might in thy hand. The fruit of thy land and all thy labors shall a nation, which thou knowest not, eat up. And thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed away. So that thou shalt be mad for the sight of thine eyes, which thou shalt see. The Lord shall smite thee in the knees and in the legs with a sore botch that cannot be healed from the sole of thy foot and to the top of thy head. The Lord shall bring thee and thy king, which thou set up over thee unto a nation which neither thou nor their fathers have known. And there shalt thou serve other gods wood and stone, and thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations whither the Lord shall lead thee. Thou shalt carry much seed out into the field, and shall gather but little in, for the locusts shall consume it. Thou shalt plant vineyards and dress them, but thou shalt neither drink of the wine nor gather the grapes, for the worms shall eat them. Thou shalt have olive trees throughout all thy coasts, but thou shalt not anoint thyself with the oil, for thine olive or for thine olive shall cast his fruit. Thou shalt beget sons and daughters, but thou shalt not enjoy them, for they shall go into captivity. And thy trees and fruit of thy land shall the locust consume. The stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head and thou shalt be the tail. Are you seeing that, America? Are you seeing where the foreigners are coming in and they're becoming the head? They're the ones who are listening. They're the ones who are, who are given the preeminence. And you're being told to shut up. You're being attacked. Mm-hmm. See, God isn't going to be mocked, folks. He's not going to be mocked. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee and overtake thee till thou be destroyed, because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded thee. And they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder and upon thy seed forever, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. This is part of you know, our catechism. We mentioned it yesterday at church. What is the chief end of man? It is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. You call yourself a Christian. Do you enjoy God? Do you enjoy Him, who He is? Do you glorify Him with what you say and what you do? This is what God is speaking about. Therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and nakedness and in want of all things, and he shall put a yoke of iron upon your neck until he have destroyed thee. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flieth, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand, a nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person the old, nor show favor to the young. And he shall eat the fruit of thy cattle and the fruit of thy land until thou be destroyed, which also shall not leave thee either corn, wine, or oil, or the increase of thy kind, or the flocks of thy sheep until we have destroyed thee. He shall besiege thee in all thy gates until thy high and fenced walls come down, wherein thou trustedest. How's that for you guys listening to Trump about putting a wall up? The wall is not the solution. I'm not against walls. Don't get me wrong. The Bible's not against walls. Okay? There's a place for walls. But look at what he says. These are those in which you trusted. You trusted the walls to secure you, not the Lord your God. And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates throughout all the land which the Lord thy God has given thee. And thou shalt eat the fruit of all thine own body, the flesh of thy sons and of thy daughters. You're already doing that, America. Yep. All these flavorings that they're putting in, Doritos and Pepsi and all that stuff, we've already documented that. They're using aborted fetal cells for them. I don't know who got the bright idea to say, hey, let's take you know dead kids and put fetal cells in the food that we're going to give to the people. I don't know who came up with that idea. Sounds out of their mind, demonic, definitely. That's already occurring. Verse 54, So that the man that is tender among you and very delicate... His eyes shall be evil toward his brother, and toward the wife of his bosom, and toward the remnant of his children which he shall leave, so that he will not give to them of the flesh of his children of whom he shall eat. Because he hath nothing left in him in the siege and in the straitness wherewith thine enemies shall distress thee in all thy gates. Ladies and gentlemen, this has already happened once. 8070. The destruction of Jerusalem. Go read Josephus and see what he said about this. The people were besieged by the Romans. Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, you guys quoting that as end times way out in our future? Yeah, there may be an application for that. I'm not denying that. But the fact of the matter is those things were fulfilled first century. And you can go read about them in Josephus. You can read about them in the New Testament. All of those things were already occurring in the New Testament at the time it was written. God hasn't changed how he deals with men and how he deals with his covenant people. And rest assured, America, the United States, is part of that covenant people. We have a history of that, not just with our own Constitution, but before the Constitution was ever written, for hundreds of years, the people of this country, and their various sovereign states, acknowledged the God of heaven, the God of the Bible. We were also tied back to the solemn leaguing covenant. That was a broken covenant too. Let me ask you something. Has God changed? See, because this is what I hear from a lot of the quote-unquote Christian crowd today. Oh, God, He would never do these kinds of things to us. We're His people. He loves us. If you got that kind of mindset, boy, you, you really ought to read Scripture. You really ought to read what's going on here. Well, let's compare that with Leviticus 26. God reiterates some of the commands. You shall make no idols, nor graven image. Neither rear you up a standing image. Neither shall ye set up any image of stone in your land to bow down into it. For I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, then I will give you rain in due season, and the land shall yield her increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit, and your threshing shall reach into the vintage, and the vintage shall reach into the sowing time. And ye shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in the land safely. Those are the promises of God for people who are obedient. And then he goes on and he says, I will give peace in the land, and ye shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid. And I'll rid evil beasts out of the land, neither shall the sword go through your land. And ye shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. And five of you shall chase, and hundred, and hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight, and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. For I will have respect upon you, and make you fruitful, and multiply you, and establish my covenant with you. And ye shall eat old store, and bring forth the old because of the new." and I'll set my tabernacle among you, and my soul shall not abhor you, and I'll walk among you, and will be your God, and you shall be my people. I am the Lord your God, which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt, and that you should not be their bondman. In other words, you should be free, not a slave. And I have broken the bands of your yoke, and made you go upright. But, but, if ye will not hearken unto me, and will not do all these commandments, and if ye shall despise my statutes, or if your soul abhor my judgments, so that you will not do my commandments, but that ye break my covenant, I will also do this unto you. I will even appoint over you terror. I'll appoint over you terror. Consumption and the burning ague that shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of heart, and ye shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. And I'll set my face against you, and ye shall be slain before your enemies. They that hate you shall reign over you, and ye shall flee when none pursueth you. Let me ask you, America, those of the sovereign states of the United States, who's pursuing you? Invisible boogeyman? Hmm? Who's pursuing you? Why are you running? Why are you putting face diapers on your face? Why Why are you encouraged to take poisons into your body? Who's pursuing you? Just asking here. You have the answer for that. You know. Look at this. I'll set my face against you. You shall be slain before your enemies. They that hate you shall reign over you. Who's in authority now? (laughs) My friends up in Michigan. Does that witch love you or hate you? And yeah, I said witch. Does the illegitimate guy and his uh, female whore, vice president, does she love you or hate you? And ye shall flee when none pursueth you. They got, you, they got many Americans, not some of you listening. Don't get me wrong. They got many Americans on the run, and nobody's pursuing them. They just said, boo, and people ran. And if ye will not for all this hearken unto me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. I'll break the pride of your power. And don't tell me that isn't what Donald Trump pushes for, it is pride. That, there is just an arrogance there. I just have never met anybody that arrogant. I really haven't. And I will make your, your heaven as iron and your earth as brass. And your strength shall be spent in vain. For your land shall not yield her increase. Neither shall the trees of the land yield their fruits. And if you walk contrary unto me and will not hearken unto me, I will bring seven times more plagues upon you according to your sins. You think COVID is something? (laughs) You think heart attacks are something? You think diabetes is something? By the way, all of that is basically 20th century. I mean, that stuff is really, a lot of that stuff has come on due to the nasty foods and stuff that we're taking into our bodies. There's no question. Look, I've been guilty of it too, so I'm not pointing my finger at everybody else. I'm saying all that is a result of the people departing from God. They've slowly departed, just like Old Testament Israel, slowly departed from God, and you're seeing the results of that. You're seeing the curses God said would come upon a disobedient people. And I will bring a sword upon you that shall avenge the quarrel of my covenant. And when ye are gathered together within your cities, I will send the pestilence among you, and ye shall be delivered into the hand of the enemy. And when I have broken the staff of your bread, ten women shall bake your bread in one oven, and they shall deliver you your bread again by weight, and ye shall eat and not be satisfied. And if you will not for all this hearken to me, but walk contrary unto me, then I will walk contrary unto you also in fury. And I, even I, will chastise you seven times for your sins. Let me ask you something. How many of you heard a message like this from your pastor yesterday? Huh? Or did you hear the kindly God that loves you? Even though you're sinning, even though you're rejecting his covenant, even though you're a hypocrite or whatever the case may be, They preach to you, peace, peace, when there is no peace. How many of your politicians are preaching to you, peace, peace, when there is no peace? How many of them are doing that? Let me just take you around. We're talking about, this is D-Day. The day when the Unconstitutional FDA, the Food and Drug Administration is set to approve Pfizer's deadly poisonous jab. CDC records show 12,791 Americans dead and 682,873 injuries following the COVID-19 experimental shots. Did you get that? Almost 13,000. That's official. That's the official number. That doesn't include the 45, 50,000 that the people are filing lawsuits against or they're filing lawsuits against the federal government, because 45 to 50,000 have been kept under wraps, dying from this shot. Let's go over because Pfizer isn't just in the United States. Over 32,000 people dead in Brazil following getting these shots. According to official media report. Oh, oh, let's let's pick this one up. 1,135,579 injuries, 1,559 dead in the United Kingdom following getting the shot. Let's expand that out into Europe. 21,766 dead, over 2 million injured. 50% of those were serious injuries. They weren't just like, hey, I got some diarrhea or I felt a little lightheaded or something like that. They were serious injuries reported in European Union's database of adverse drug reactions for COVID-19 shots. And Pfizer has the audacity to keep pumping this stuff out, no pun intended, Pumping this stuff out, and the FDA, with a straight face, tells you they are looking to approve something that's killed tens of thousands of people and injured hundreds of thousands. Listen to me very carefully. They are legalizing murder. They are legalizing genocide. They're legalizing it. I'm almost stunned to even say it to you. That we would see that in the United States of America. But it shouldn't be surprising, given our history. You know, the eugenicists who are part of making up these vaccines, like Bill Gates and such? It shouldn't surprise us at all. They want to take the authority... Usurp the authority. Yeah, there's no rapture coming for you. You're going to have to stand and occupy. You're going to have to stand and occupy because that's what you're called to do. And that means you're going to have to uphold the real law and the real gospel. Let me tell you something. I'm going to hold over because I want to play a couple of these videos. Because what these ladies are saying is spot on. But, I, but before I close out on the radio show, look, if you're on Red State Talk Radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, right side of the page, blow it up. We're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com, DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty, and Roku on um, Cutting Edge TV. So jump over there to BeforeIt'sNews or com, DLive, and you'll finish the rest of the show with these couple of videos I'm going to play. But I want to leave you with some good news. I've given you all the bad news. (laughs) We're in a mess. We're under the judgment of God. But the good shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep calls out to the sheep to hear. And he says this, Those who hear my voice follow me and they will not follow another. Let me ask you something. Do you hear his voice today? Calling you to repentance. Calling you to turn from your own sin. I don't know what that sin is. But it may be the sin of idolatry. Maybe you've upheld some political figure. I'm not going to name names. You may pick somebody else that is not top dog. And you need to repent of that. Maybe it's adultery. Maybe it's stealing maybe it's bearing false witness against your neighbor maybe it's coveting it's not something you see it's something that's inside and you know it's there that's the one paul said that got him maybe you've hated your brother in your heart or maybe you've actually gone a step further and murdered someone but do you take God's name in vain do you claim to be a christian and live live like the devil do you have idols have you created carved images for yourself that you're bowing down and worship to? The Bible says to repent of that. Lest you die in your sins. See, there is hope in the midst of the judgments of God. And that is when people repent. That is the I mean that is the good news. If you're guilty of those things, if your conscience bears witness to that, then turn from them. Stop doing them because God loves those whom he chastens. And the chastening comes in order to bring rebellious children back in line. How many of you have spanked your kids because they're doing something they're not supposed to do? And why do you do that? Because you hate them? No, because you love them. You don't want them to face the consequences of their actions. You want to correct them. You want them to be blessed. Friends, God gave His only Son to save you from the very sins that you're engaged in. Not just to save you from the wrath to come, but to save you from the power of those sins here and now. And that's what He calls you to. It's what he called me to. It's what he called the members of my family to. It's what he called every believer to. To turn from sin, to be reconciled back unto God, our Creator, through his Son, the Lord Jesus. Now, I've got a couple of videos here. We're coming up against the end of the show. I don't want to play them right now, uh, but there are two. And these are ladies, uh, one is standing up against a um commission board a county commission board the other one is speaking uh, to a school board I want to play those for you I want to give you some some encouragement out of Australia as well because boy their situation is really really dire there so uh, hang on with me join us on sons of uh, those of you listening by way of red state talk radio and we'll do that and then don't forget this this afternoon I'll be filling in for Bradley um, you know pray for me I'm, I'm a little He asked me to do this last night. I'm still thinking about what we're going to talk about. It may be a reiteration of what we're talking about here, but the fact of the matter is I'll be coming on at 3 p.m. Please join us then on sonsoflibertymedia.com. And, again, we'll complete this on the other side of closing out the show. Be sure to check us out then. And then don't forget, tomorrow morning, my pastor, Benjamin Glasser, is going to join us. Uh, We're going to talk a little history I think so. You'll find it amazing, and we're going to talk about the foundations of our government. You don't want to miss that six AM tomorrow. See you. Okay, welcome back uh, for all of those who are coming over from Red State Talk Radio. We appreciate you guys joining us, and for you guys hanging on on the video platforms, thank you for staying with us as well. Um, several things here. One is there's this there there was this uh, this chick. Uh, I'm gonna say her name was Bethany. <laughs> That's I, I know uh, Bethany in in, uh, in chat's gonna get a kick out of that. Let me just make sure that I've got her name correct here because I did put it up. Uh Brittany, excuse me, Brittany Mayer. Brittany Mayer. Now she's just got a couple of minutes. She goes, she joined now. Here's the great thing. Here's the great thing. You're seeing all of these patriot groups reopen San Diego, let them breathe, and San Diego rise up. And you remember we had Naomi Israel on. She was, she was one of the, the ladies, a, a wife and a mother, who started all these, this protest last year. Uh, They're in the area of San Diego. And now all these different groups are coming together. They got a similar vision, and that is to topple tyranny. Okay? Okay. And this lady's got a shirt on that says if you're not angry, you're not paying attention, and she really lit into the uh the 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 commission there, um the San Diego, I want to say it was the county commission uh that she was dealing with the county board of supervisors, I'm sorry. In San Diego, all right. Listen to what this young lady has to say.
1: Rooted Wings on Instagram. Nathan Fletcher, I've tagged the heck out of you, so I'm sure that you are very familiar with me. Jim Desmond, thank you for your work. Wilma Wooten, this is also directed at you along with Nathan Fletcher. America is not a hospital. California is not a hospital. San Diego. It's not a hospital. This is a constitutional republic that guarantees protection of individual freedom and liberty and due process. This applies to our individual pursuits of medical interventions and health practices. San Diego is not a hospital floor that we collectively have checked into that subjects all patients to equitably prescribed medical care with no due process. Our Constitution does not secure for government power to impose forced equity in medical mandates and interventions, or the punish, or the power to punish. Carte Blanche. There are 3.338 million people in San Diego County. 3,811 people who have died with, with COVID. Of those, 96%, 3,652 had comorbidities with hypertension, diabetes, cardiac disease, accounting for the top three. Median age, 77. That is a total fatality rate of 0.1%. 3.338 3.338 million people. That is a clear affinity for a specific vulnerable age and health demographic with majority fatalities prior to available treatment options and prevention. 91% of San Diegans, 60 received the injection. 98%, 70 79, received the injection. We remove consent from treating us like we are patients in a hospital ward. Come on. We are done. The consent of the government. Break it down, is sister. Moved. We will not comply. We do not consent. Nathan Fletcher, you are on notice. We will constitutionally remove all petty tyrants beginning
0: now. Your time is up. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, you know what? I I say amen to that. And I say the talking has to stop there. Because once you tell them you're going to remove them, there's no more talking. You've got to do the job. This is why we did the tactical civic stuff last week. There's got to be a place. Um, Let me see here a second. I've got a question here. Oh, this is for tomorrow. Boy, uh, Bradley, can you take and get me on Facebook, friend me on Facebook, and send me that because I will forget it, okay? Um, Tax-exempt status. Uh, You know, under the law, I I can go ahead and answer that. Under the law, a... Church does not have to go through a 501c3. They just don't. They're automatic. If you go read the IRS documents, they already recognize that uh, a church is tax-exempt. Okay? I can tell you as a guy who planted a church with another guy for 11 years, we never had a tax-exempt status as far as a 501c3. We had the other. We set up the account. We kept up with the receipts and everything that we did. Uh, just to be transparent, but you don't have to go through any of that. You don't have to ask for their approval. The only reason people do 501c3 in their churches is because it lets other people get tax credits, okay? And I like what Chuck Baldwin has to say, honestly. Their church is not 501c3, and he says, if you're giving to get a tax credit, you're giving for the wrong reason. If you're giving to support the ministry... And the message that we give, then you're giving for the right reason, and the tax exemption has nothing to do with it. In fact, uh, David Zuniga, most of you uh, heard him on the show on Thursday and Friday. He's got a little book called uh, Tax Honesty. And I would recommend that you look up Tax Honesty Primer. He's written a thing on that. You'll be surprised to find out, under our under the law, how many of you listening to me are not required to pay income tax. You'll be surprised. You really will. And the law's there. It's it's clear. The only reason they're going to force you into it or to throw you in jail in this that is because they're thugs. They're organized crime. That's what they are. But the law does not support them. And if you don't believe me, uh in addition to that, and I don't want to get off on the trail, but it's a good question. Watch Aaron Russo's From Freedom to Fascism, where he actually asked the head of the IRS to cite the law where people are required to uh, put forth a 1099 to, to file ta- income taxes. Nobody, has, nobody can cite the law. Nobody. And there are dozens, if not hundreds, of former IRS agents who didn't think that was true, went and started looking at it, and they left the IRS because of it. Okay. Now, there are legitimate income taxes. I don't want to say they're not. There there are. Most of them apply to government agents, people who sell firearms, explosives, uh, or tobacco, and foreigners. Believe it or not, foreigners are the ones beside, you know, down below those guys that I just named, are the ones who are cited for income taxes. I mean, that's, that's just the way it is, all right? Uh, but Tax tax Honesty, his book is available. You can pick it up. It's only a couple of dollars, $5, something like that. But you can read the Tax Honesty primer. Just put that in your search engine. It's like a one-page blog thing where he wrote that out. And he's he's fought against the IRS, so he knows. So this lady, <clears throat> Brittany, this is the one I want to get back to. And it was a good question, Bradley. Thank you. Um, she said this, and she called out this guy Nathan Fletcher. Now, Nathan Fletcher can't hold his own family together. He's divorced. He acts like a little boy. He was abused as a child. I'm not, you know, look, I I hate that. And I know that abuse turns often if people are not caught and they're not given the gospel and they're not brought, brought some healing, they turn into the abusers themselves. And there's no doubt in my mind, Nathan Fletcher... Is, an, is a is a person who was abused, and now he's taken his position to abuse others. Here's how he responded to Brittany, and there were tons of other people too. By the way, if you didn't see all of the people, uh, when I put this up, you can click on Brittany's video and pull it up in Rumble. And what you'll find is on the wrong, on the right side of the page, there will be a whole bunch of people who spoke at this event who thought just like her. And here's what Nathan had to say against the people that he's supposed to be representing and serving, but instead he wants to be their master. Listen, people, stop saying you researched it. You didn't research anything, and it's highly probable that you didn't even know how to do so, says the guy who probably doesn't know squat either. Did you compile a literature review and write abstracts on each article? Well, did you, Nathan? Or better yet, did you collect a random sample of sources and perform independent probability statistics on the reports' r- reported results? Did you, Nathan? No. Did you at least take each article, one by one, and look into the source? That would be the author, publisher, and funder. Then critique the writing for logical fallacies, cognitive distortions, and plain inaccuracies. Well, did you, Nathan? Because you're not telling us you did. Did you ask yourself why this source might publish these particular results? Did you follow the trail of references and apply the same source of scrutiny to them? Hmm, I wonder if Nathan did that. I wonder if we'll find that Nathan's got his little bank account padded with money that would tell us why he is pushing the agenda he's pushing. He doesn't do that, does he? He just points the finger at the people he serves. And Brittany's right. When, you're, when you correct your employee, and your employee wants to mouth off at you, you fire that employee, and if he's acting criminally, you bring charges against him, and you bring justice to bear on his head. Now listen to what he says. No? Then you didn't effing research anything. You read and watched a video, most likely, with little to no objectivity. You came across something in your algorithm, manipulated feed. Wait a minute. Uh, Nathan... The algorithms are manipulated to shut off the things that you're talking about. The algorithms are manipulated to give the crap that you're putting out. And it is crap. You came across something in an algorithm-manipulated feed, something that lived or jived with your implicit biases and served your confirmation bias and subconsciously applied your emotional filters and called it proof scary. Well, Nathan, I hope Brittany takes you to task, you little petty tyrant. I hope they not only kick you out of office, I hope they bring justice on your head and not the justice that puts you behind bars because your stance has encouraged people to take these shots, to wear these masks that make them sick, and even under our laws... If you're infringing on people's liberty where it costs them their life, you should pay for it with your life. Yeah, I said it. I know it's not a popular thing to say that. Oh, Tim's calling for blood in the street. No, nope, I'm calling for this guy to be dealt with justly. If, in fact, this is what he's done, and he faces due process, I'm not Donald Trump, take the guns first and then due process, you get due process, Mr. Fletcher, And if you're found guilty, I don't want you in a jail cell to where me and my family on the other side of the the United States are going to have to fund your upkeep for however long they're going to put you in a cage. I want you to meet the judge. The judge. The judge of all men. Because that's what you deserve. There's another lady. And I didn't get this lady's name, but she says it right at the first here. And she's addressing the school board. And you're going to like what she has to say, too. Here she is.
3: Hi, board members. I think you probably thought you got rid of me, but I have nieces and nephews still in the district. So here I go. I want to appeal to the conscience of every person here that knows deep down we're actually taking talking about good versus evil, not politics, not science. Conscience means with knowledge. Everyone here is innately with knowledge of things unseen. It is our conscience that sounds an internal alarm when we see hypocrisy. Some see hypocrisy like saying you're pro-life, but never helping a life that's struggling. Some see hypocrisy like people who keep their wineries open while closing down other restaurants. Hypocrisy like saying you're for God-given freedoms and guns, but in practice you just want to drink and party. Hypocrisy like saying you care about dying from a virus with a 99.9 survival rate, but you'll censor ivermectin. Why does hypocrisy bother us all? If you hate hypocrisy, it's because you either know God's law or you borrow from it. The fact that we all have a conscience is the evidence that we are all created in the image of God who is righteous. I know some of you are thinking this religious talk doesn't belong here. But you're already following a religion. It's where the CDC is your Bible and Fauci is your cult leader. The gospel you preach is the gospel of grievances. Whoever is the most offended is the most right. uh, But what's underneath that surface, what's on the surface that we see, is there's actually no ethical standard in our law anymore. That's why there's so much hypocrisy. Truth has become whatever you see fit. We've been so open-minded to moral relativity that our brains have fallen out. That's why restricting children's breathing while learning is somehow tolerable. Lawlessness is abounding here, and it has nothing to do with red versus blue. You know deep down that our whole world has turned upside down because of something much bigger than what the TV says. It's the only reason the churches were closed while strip clubs were open, while depression rises. It's the only reason we can strong arm and censor dangerous misinformation across the entire Internet, but we can't censor child porn. It's the reason truth has become so fluid that natural biology is rejected and even deemed toxic. We cannot fix the absurdity we are drowning in and... This religion of statism definitely won't fix it. Whatever happens at this school board, this city, this state, our nation, whoever you are, put your faith in the only one that can heal any nation. Turn from your sin. Put your faith in Jesus Christ. Pray for our children. Pray for our state. Pray for each other. Only God himself can fix this.
0: Hallelujah. You know, if I was one of those guys that spoke in tongues, I would be doing it. I really would i i this lady has it she is right on, and that's the message that the people need to hear. they need to hear it now, look, I'm gonna address one thing this is the final thing, otherwise I would just say i just there's nothing I can say. The lady just said it. You're here at d day where the unconstitutional fDA is looking to approve genocide that's what they're they're not looking to approve. An injection. They're looking to approve genocide of the people of the United States. Make no mistake, that's what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. Now, let me address this. Because I've had people, we had uh, one guy pop on the other day. And look, I know some people are concerned. I want to be, I'm concerned about it too. That we don't mix the gospel of grace, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ with the heresies of Islam or Buddhism or New Age or any of that stuff. I want to be sure that we we are clear on that. But let me tell you something. To stand against tyrants is obedience to God. It is. And I've told you, I don't care if it is a Buddhist, a Muslim, a Hindu. I don't care if it's a Nazi. If they're being treated unjustly, I'm going to speak out against that injustice if I see it. Why? Because God is just. And Jesus himself said, when you love your neighbor, remember that the guy he asked him, he says, well, you know what I'm supposed to do? And Jesus said, well, you love your neighbor. You love God as yourself and you love, love your neighbor. Or love your neighbor as yourself. You love, you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You love your neighbor as yourself. And he goes, Well, who is my neighbor? Remember that story he told? Everybody knows it, the good Samaritan. Even unbelievers know it. Do you know what was going on there? You got a Jewish dude coming up from Jericho. You got a Samaritan, he's considered a quote unquote half breed. Yeah, they were racist too. Okay. The Jewish guy gets jumped. Beat up by robbers and, and, and robbed and left for dead. And what do we see? We see the religious hypocrites, the priests, the Levites coming by him and said, Can't touch that guy because I'll be unclean. I've got to get on my way. Gotta be down there for prayer. Gotta meet with the brethren. I can't stay here with you, brother. Sorry, I know you're a fellow countryman. I know you're a Jew. But I, I yo, know, I gotta I gotta meet God. I gotta meet his people. And then you get somebody who is the mortal enemy of Jewish people. At least that's how they perceive it. And this guy has compassion on him, and he takes his own wine, and he pours it into the wounds, and he bandages him up, and he puts him on his donkey, and he takes him to an inn, because he's got places to be too, but he cares about his fellow man pays for his stay, and tells the innkeeper to make sure he he takes care of him, and when he comes back through, he'll pay the rest of it. That's not Obamacare, folks. That's called love. It's called charity, and government doesn't have the authority to do either one of those. Government is a sword. It is to punish evildoers. Let me ask you something. Is your government punishing evildoers? Is that what they're doing? Are they praising the good, those who do good, who obey the law of God? Or has that been stood on its head? Along with stupid churches with hirelings in the pulpit who tell them that's the way it is. That even if those in authority do evil unto the good and praise the wicked, that, well, that's what the Bible says that that we ought to submit to. How stupid can you be? How stupid can you be? Let me. T- the reason I say all of that is to say this. Here's some people in Australia. This was on Saturday. I mean, I could play the videos for you, and there's a bunch of them. I collected a bunch. I stuck them out. These knuckleheads right here, these riot police, the, their leader with his face diaper on told them to pull a gun out on the people. And they started shooting them with rubber bullets and pepper spray. They caught this little kid right here. He looks like he's 12, 15, something like that, somewhere in there. Shot him with pepper spray in his eyes. Nobody was armed except the cops. And if you, by the way, let me just throw this in. If you're mad because Sons of Liberty points out wicked cops who need to be dealt with, you've got a problem. We don't have a problem. You've got a problem. We're sticking to what we've always preached. Justice comes on those who uphold, the, who are supposed to uphold the law, even more so because they're supposed to know the law. You said, "Why don't you have some good cops on?" You're just putting out the propaganda. That's what you got cops for, folks. Tell me the last time you watched an episode of Cops where they where they took down a bad cop? There's your propaganda. And I'm not knocking cops, don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking them. I think we could do without them, but we're going to have to fill the void that they leave. And that comes by way of militia. That comes by the way of the people doing their duty. You have liberties or rights to do your duties before God. But this is Australia. And again, you. I'll have this link up if you haven't seen it. All of the people that poured out here. And check this out. Um, this... Was Bondi Beach? Look at that! A million people overwhelmed the agents of the state. That's the cops. That's the pretend cops that are there. They aren't. They aren't cops. They aren't police officers. in enabling the peace of the people, or or enforcing the law. They're over there to do what their master say, and they can tell me it's their job. All this other stuff, all they want to do. But let me tell you what they are. They are little Nazis. They're Gestapo. Pastor Artur had it right. They are puppets. They are pawns in this game. And you say, Tim, why in the world are you... Because I'm going to tell you, isn't Joe Biden going to come to your door for your guns or to give you a shot or or any of that other stuff? Mm -mm. Isn't Kamala Harris who's going to do that? Isn't Donald Trump who's going to do that? When you're at the store and they tell you to get out because you don't have a mask on or you don't show your vaccine passport or any of this nonsense, guess who's going to come and force it? Boys in blue. And I'm telling you right now, boys in blue or in brown if you're a sheriff, you need to choose which side you're going to be on. And I hope it's going to be on the side of the law, the side of the people. You're going to tell those who are acting unlawfully to go take a flying leap. That's my encouragement for those in law enforcement. If you're not doing that, then you don't deserve to be in there. You don't deserve to wear the uniform, the badge, or have the gun. Friends, the hour is late. I watched a friend of mine um, get baptized. He sent me a video of his baptism, and I, you know, I'm grateful for that. I am. I think he's a sincere guy. I think he he wants to be sincere about that. I think there's some problems with who's teaching him this whole end-time scenario stuff. You guys know how I feel about that. I think that is the one thing that has hamstrung the American church more than anything else. Dispensationalism, Schofieldism, this modern-day Israel nonsense, pin to tail on the Antichrist stuff. Let me tell you something. We're to uphold the King of Kings. We're to push the crown rights of King Jesus. I'm not interested in pushing who's going to pin the tail on the Antichrist. I'm not interested in having Israel first when our own land has its own problems that we've got to sort. And yeah, I think Afghanistan is a trickery. I think they're using it to bring other of those jihadis into our country, just like I read out of Deuteronomy 28. People with a foreign tongue, God is going to bring against you. But do you notice every time the heat gets turned up on the dictators of America, the United States, we get shot over to where? Some foreign country just talk about their dictators or talk about their wicked guys. Wait a minute. Let's deal with ours first. Let's deal with ours first. Then we can talk about other wicked people in the world. But let's deal with our wicked leaders first. Because if we don't deal with them, guess what's going to happen? They're going to be used of God to deal with us. Do you hear me? Good. All right. We'll see you at 3 p.m. Adios.